The topic for today's podcast is a potentially controversial one because I want to encourage you to give up, to not honour your commitments, to change your mind and not follow through. It's a timely conversation at this time of year when we're all setting intentions and making plans and making commitments. And I'm going to share with you a very simple and powerful frequency practice that you can use to see whether the intentions that you've set and the plans that you've made are in energetic alignment with your true self, with the manifesting and creative energy that will bring about the changes you seek in 2024. And if you discover that they're not a match, that there is an energy disconnect or a dissonance, what you can do about it. You're listening to the Manifest Your Happiest Life podcast, your go-to place for practical woo-woo that works, that shows you how to take your spiritual practices and your wisdom off your mat and into everything you do. Each week, we'll show you how to break free from a life trapped in past pains, disappointments and limitations, so that you can fulfill your purpose and create a life that lights you and the world up. If you're ready to shift and lift your energy to experience clear intuition and guidance for consistent and joyful manifestation, then keep listening and get ready to shine. Hello and welcome to our first podcast for 2024. I'm here without Gary today because he wasn't available, but I really wanted to catch up with you and share this information because for me, this has been very freeing and it's a way of approaching decisions and choices and plans that has allowed me a lot more flow and an expanded consciousness within the process of creating that has been profound. And I want to share with you how we think about changing your mind, ditching commitments and changing plans and share a really wonderful story of an example of when we did that and how it worked out for us. So one of the most powerful things I've learned to do in my journey of disentangling from my taught self so that I could live more from the expanded frequency and the consciousness of my true self and manifest a life that's a match for who I truly am has been to give myself permission to change my mind, to change my plans, to change my commitments and at times even to give up on things. And I wanted to talk about this today because I think there's so much expectation that we have put upon us and that we put upon ourselves that once we start something, we have to finish it. And while I'm not suggesting we give up on everything in life and that we aren't true to our word and that we're, um, you know, airy-fairy and and (laughs) wishy-washy in how we approach things, I think there is actually a much more nuanced way of understanding it Because when we are able to read and feel the energy of a situation and navigate life from the energetic information as well as from our conscious thinking and the choices and the data we have available at that level, we can make decisions that are much more fully informed. And this is really so important because our thinking and what our taught self and our cognitive capacity can access is only one small piece of the whole data field that is available to us. Information is available to us in so many forms from our intuition, from being able to read energy of a situation or of other people that is much in many ways much much richer than just what our thinking self can access. Now the beautiful thing is as we start to disentangle ourselves from the taught self and come more into living in alignment with the wisdom and the expanded consciousness of our true self, our thinking becomes richer. It becomes able to access 
the field of information around us. And so our thinking becomes more informed. And in the early stages, often our thinking doesn't have access to all the information that's available. So one of the stories we love to share that is a great example of this for us was when we were in the US back in 2012, just at the time of Hurricane Sandy. Because of the way we navigate life, Gary and I, we set up our trip based on where the energy was flowing. And there was a period of time in the six weeks that we were on the east coast of the US that we just couldn't book any events. We, nothing was working. It was just this empty hole in our calendar. And after my thinking kept trying to fill it, I got the hint and I thought, okay, there's a reason. I don't know why, but there's a reason that we are not booked for this particular week of time. And so we left it open. Now, we had no idea why that was, whether there was another opportunity that was going to show up. We didn't know. But what we knew was it was okay to leave it empty. Well, that was the very week that Hurricane Sandy hit. And so we were really fortunate because we'd, we were able to literally ride out the hurricane with friends in Massachusetts. And we were safe. We were out of harm's way. And that was why that week didn't fill. Now, after the hurricane had passed, a couple of days later, we were heading back to New York because we'd being booked to speak at the Edgar Casey Centre in Manhattan. And as Gary and I were driving back from Massachusetts to Manhattan, I just kept getting this really strong feeling that we shouldn't be going, that we needed to cancel the booking. Now, when I say it's a strong feeling, for me, it's a knowing. And some people talk about this as clear cognizance. It's, a, it's that knowing that there's something else going on. I may not be clear about what it is, but I can feel that there's data to respond to. And I didn't know why. And so I said to Gary, I said, I just don't think we should be going to New York. I think we need to cancel. And I was a bit hesitant to, well, possibly more than a bit. I was actually very hesitant to because we'd made a commitment to the centre. We'd said, yes, we'll be there. They'd advertised it. They'd taken bookings. There was all of my logical, rational thinking self pushing me to override my knowing. But I've practiced this enough that now when I feel that clarity of my knowing, I know that it's foolish actually to ignore it. So we pulled over, we rang the centre and we said, look, we're really sorry, but we're not going to make it there this evening as planned. And I was so nervous about what the woman on the end of the phone was going to say. And I was so relieved when she suddenly said, actually, that's absolutely fine. She said, we're going to have to close the centre anyway and cancel everything because there's another storm front coming through and they're expecting heavy rain. Now, as it turned out, that storm front and that heavy rain was sufficient that it closed down Manhattan. The subways flooded. And if we'd overridden my knowing and stuck to the commitment and the plan that we'd made, we would have been stranded in New York overnight or for a day or two. So for me, that was such a powerful experience because it created proof, what we call ladder proof, the ladder that allows us to keep moving up and forward in our lives, the proof that when I follow my knowing, I get the confirmation that it's the right thing. So I really encourage you to think about some of the commitments you might have made recently, last year, where you feel now that you are out of alignment with those commitments and the decisions, that there's another energy that you are picking up on that is suggesting that, that there is no longer a match between you and the decision or the choice that you've made. And just become very curious about it. Rather than shutting down that other data that you can't maybe make sense of from a logical left brain perspective, 
allow yourself to become curious about what is it telling you? What other information might there be available to you if you were to pause and think and well actually not pause and think pause and allow yourself to feel it without pushing it away or judging it or immediately replacing it with the idea of well I have no option but I just have to stick with what I've done because if you give yourself that space whether it's when you meditate or maybe you use an automatic writing process like the one that we teach what you will be able to find and access is the other information the other components of the situation that are giving you an opportunity to make a change, to change course, to shift into a clearer alignment with who you are and a match, a life that is a match for that. Because it's the thing to be really aware of is that when we make a decision, the self that makes it may not be the self that is fulfilling on that decision and that choice six or 12 months down the track. You may have changed and also the circumstances around you may have changed. Other people may be different. And so the fact that you've made a commitment doesn't necessarily mean that it's still the best choice for you. And so when you give yourself permission to change, when you give yourself permission to give up on something, to not follow through, it really is a self-love choice. Because you're honouring who you know you are in this moment. And the more that we do that, when we feel our shifts and our changes, and we feel that we are no longer in alignment with choices and decisions and options that we've had in the past, and we choose to move into alignment with this expanded energy that we are choosing to live as, the message we send to the universe and into the energetic field is, I'm listening, I'm paying attention, and I'm acting on the information that I'm receiving. Because if we don't, if we pick up this intuitively, if we're getting a feel that something feels out of place, it doesn't feel right anymore, but we go, well, I can't do anything differently because I decided, what we're saying to the energy field and to the universe is, I'm not actually listening to the messages you're sending me, so really kind of why bother? And energy will reflect energy. The doubt and the um, the choice to not explore and act on the information you're getting will mean that that information will dry up or it'll come forward next time with so much more doubt and restriction in it because that's the energy that you are holding. So another example of this of making a change is the break that we've taken from this podcast over the Christmas New Year period. Even though all of the experts I listened to about how to grow a podcast channel, how to build your audience, said that consistency was the absolute key. Come hell or high water, you had to deliver an episode every week without fail. We haven't done that. Because by the time we got to the end of 2023, which had been such a big year for us and a busy year with launching new programs and bringing on new staff members and team members, that Gary and I were pretty pooped. (laughs) And we both knew we just needed to make that self-love choice to pause and stop and take a break. And to do that, there were some things that we had committed to that we needed to change. And one of those was this podcast. And I knew it was the right thing to do, even though all the experts and anyone who would have been talking to me about it would have told me not to do this. But I knew because I could feel the energy in the podcast had shifted. I knew we needed to recharge 
and I could feel the energy of the podcast because I shifted from being excited and enthusiastic and having so many ideas about what we could talk about and share with you each week to when I would think about a podcast episode, feeling this heaviness in my stomach, this energetic weight that really meant I had nothing to say. (laughs) I couldn't think of a topic. I couldn't think of anything to share. And that to me was the clue. That to me was letting me know that it's not just because we're tired. Because when you're tired, you can often bring the energy to, uh, you know, the, the, the energy to work over the top of something, to kind of, you know, plow through and make something happen. And, you know, I, I do that at work. There are times when I, yep, physically I'm tired, but I still create what needs to be created. I still deliver what needs to be delivered. But this was different. It wasn't just that we were tired and ready to stop. It was that the energy of the podcast was feeling different to us as well. And I knew then that we needed to literally take a break. Now, possibly what I could have and maybe should have done was send out an email saying to everyone, we're taking a break, we'll be back again in early 2024. And I didn't. And I also you know, know that you're not sitting waiting with bated breath for every episode of ours to drop and you weren't lying awake at night wondering where we'd gone. <laughs> I knew in the scheme of things it was okay just to leave a gap that we would then fill again when we came back. So giving ourselves permission to change our plans is so freeing. And I think very often we wait for other people to give us permission to do that. For someone else to say, oh, look, it's okay. You don't need to do that anymore. Or you can can change your mind about that. But when we make those alterations and we we, um, update our navigation and our course based on our internal knowing, it's so much more empowering. Because we're living life on our terms. It's not that we're ignoring other people's needs or we're being selfish. We're recognizing that navigating life from the place of the center of that bridge of collaboration, which we've spoken of before, of that combined living as energy and physical, as intuition and thinking in a collaborative space is much, much richer and gives us, as I said, a much fuller picture of what's possible. I'd love you to reflect on this for yourself. Become curious about the commitments and the decisions that you've made, maybe even as recently as New Year's Eve. Just explore why you decided to do that thing. Did you decide to do it because you felt you should? Because other people told you you needed to? Because everyone else was doing it and so you thought you should jump on the intention commitment bandwagon at the start of the year? And if you did from that place, then just feel how much that matches the you that you want to take forward as the manifesting energy for 2024. Because if it's not a match for you, if it doesn't light you up, if it doesn't energize you and allow you to feel a clearer connection to the light that you are, then the year ahead is going to be burdensome and progress and change that you might want to create is going to be very slow because you're not creating it from the expansive energy that is in alignment with who you truly are. And maybe you don't need to ditch the decision completely. Maybe it's about feeling into it and tweaking it, looking at what you've decided and saying some of those bits actually are in alignment. There was a core to the decision you made that is a match for who you're choosing to be as you move into 2024. But some of the other bits or the ways of going about it were informed by old identities, old ideas and past selves. And create your intention afresh. 
Create your intention from that place of knowing who you truly are. And so just take a moment now, close your eyes and just feel your heart space. Feel that energetic center and generator of you. We focus on the saffron heart because that's the frequency of our enlightenment, the energy that generates who we truly are, that we can tap into to manifest the life we were always meant to be living. And feel that energetic heart space of you and breathe into it. Take a couple of deep breaths. Maybe it feels warm. Maybe there's a softness to it. Maybe there's a feeling of stillness and peace. However faint when you focus on your heart. And from that space of connectedness to who you truly are, allow yourself to think of the intention that you've set for the year or the commitment that you've made at some point in time. And notice how those two energies sit together. Are they in harmony? Are they in alignment? Or is there a mismatch, a dissonance, a discord between them? Just be curious what you feel, what awarenesses come into your thinking when you feel the true essence of you in that saffron heart space and then feel the decision or the choice that you've made. And if they feel like they're a match, if you can feel them melding together and there's a richness and a vibrancy and an excitement when you feel them, then celebrate. You're on track. You've created something that is in alignment with the you that you are choosing to create moving forward. And if they don't, become curious. What is it about the choice, the decision, the intention that feels slightly off for you? And become curious, is it about just tweaking it? You know, Do you just need to tune that instrument so there is a harmony? Do you need to just change your perspective on something or add a piece to it? Or is it actually such a mismatch for the true self, the light of you that is going to be creating 2024? It's an idea that came from an old taught self identity or story that you're going to lovingly just put it to one side. You're going to give yourself permission to let it go and to choose something different. Using your heart space in this way is a really simple and powerful way to feel the energy of your choices and your decisions and your possibilities. And it allows you to move into a situation from the wholeness and the light and the worthiness that you are. So bring your awareness back. If you can, take a note, you know, jot down what were you aware of in that moment and play with that as a practice. Build the energetic muscle of you being able to feel the energy of your true essence and your light, which will always keep shifting and changing. This is the you, the wholeness of you in this moment and wholeness expands. It's always whole, but it always expands. And that's why, even if it feels the decision or the intention feels like it's a match for you in this moment, if in three months, 12 months, you notice that there's a discord, it doesn't feel right, there isn't a match for you in between you and the thing you've chosen, then that's absolutely fine because energy is not static and you will continue to shift and change. And the goal is that the choices you make continue to shift and change in alignment with you. So give yourself permission. 
become curious about the you that makes commitments, the you that has set intentions, the you that's made plans. And from a place of self-love and worthiness and curiosity, adjust your course, reconsider your plans, and open to the possibility of a very different year ahead because you will be creating it from an energy that is current time, filled with frequency, an expanded consciousness that will manifest for you the life that you are choosing to create. And we look forward to you joining us for our next episode, where I'll be joined by Zah when we explore the whole idea of the new year, new you theme. Because is it actually a new you that you are creating? If we're going back to the essence of who we are, maybe it's in fact the oldest you you've ever been that you are remembering and reconnecting with. So we look forward to you joining us for that episode next time. And in the meantime, enjoy playing with that frequency practice of calibrating and feeling the energetic match between the true self and the intentions that you're setting. And we love hearing how you're using the information we're sharing in this podcast. So zap us an email, drop us a DM, and let us know what do you notice when you play with that frequency process? What are you noticing as you step beyond the constraints and the cages of having to stick with plans and decisions that you've made and living more in alignment with the energy of who you truly are? So thanks for joining us and lots of love and bye for now. 